Welcome to the IVF Journey with Dr. Michael Chapman, the podcast for couples who struggle with infertility and want to fulfill their dreams of becoming parents. To access previous episodes packed with ideas, solutions, and tips that actually work, head over to Dr. Chapman's IVF podcast on iTunes. You can also ask questions by contacting Dr. Chapman's rooms on 1-800-111-483 or by emailing him michael.chapman at ivf.com.au. Hi, this is Professor Chapman. Recently we've been doing some Facebook Live sessions where I've been answering questions from the listeners and participants. What you're about to hear now is some audio of those segments and I hope they'll be useful for you. We're very lucky in Australia uh, in that uh, Medicare does provide around about $5,000 towards your treatment, in addition to which you get the drugs for the standard prescription fees. Those drugs actually for a standard IVF cycle are something in the order of $1,500 to $2,000. Most of the rest of the world has to pay for out of their own pockets. So we're very lucky. In terms of clinics around Australia, there's a range of, of costs. And with it comes a range of services that uh, go with it. So what we call a premium service is, and some people have likened it to flying Qantas, business class versus flying um, Jetstar. You get more care from the staff uh, because they're there 24 hours a day, seven days a week for you. The egg collections are done by the doctor that you uh, you see. The embryo transfers by the doctor that you uh, have been seeing. So you have your own specialists. At the other end of the market are the cheaper versions, which still give good success rates, but they select their patients more. In other words, if you're, for instance, over 42, then most of those uh, low-cost clinics won't treat you. You'll see a different doctor on each occasion, both in terms of consults and and um, at the time of your collection and transfer. And the nursing staff, to, to be able to afford to have cheap uh, IVF, there are less nursing staff to support you. There is a difference in the service that you get. Success rates are, are in fact, relatively similar, uh, although it's always difficult to compare because the populations of patients in different clinics are different. My own practice, um, because I'm, I do things like this, attracts patients that have had four previous fail, failed cycles or their older patients. So my success rate won't look necessarily as good um, as a, a clinic where they're treating young patients can't afford to go to the premium service. So there is a website now where we where clinics do publish their results uh, and you can make some comparisons, but the differences between clinics is actually relatively small. And ultimately it comes back to you as an individual and the quality of your eggs. And those general statistics aren't necessarily applicable to you. So the cost, therefore, uh, if you came and saw me for an IVF, for cycle at IVF Australia, uh, you'd be out of pocket around about the five grand mark per cycle of, of egg collections. Subsequently, you're up for about two grand out of pocket for the for a frozen embryo cycle. Amanda says, "Hey, Prof, how many back-to-back stim cycles are safe to do?" No one knows the answer to that question. All we know is that doing back-to-back doesn't seem to do any harm. 
that um, in terms of the numbers of eggs each cycle tends to remain fairly constant. Because what's happening, what happens in the ovary every month is a cohort, a group of eggs um, begin their journey of about 90 days from their being immature to being ready to ovulate. And on that pathway, uh, particularly in the last week or two of a, of a cycle before ovulation, in that two weeks before ovulation, you will lose something in the order of 50 to 100 of those eggs that were starting out their journey, but they will never go anywhere. But those eggs are ready each cycle. Those eggs are keeping on being produced so that when a cycle has finished and we start another cycle of, of stimulation, uh, there are still eggs there to be stimulated. The biggest hurdle that I've seen in terms of back-to-back-to-back cycles is the psychological and financial issues. Failing on a regular basis, being smacked in the head on a regular basis is not a pleasant thing. Even though you're being driven by the desire to have that baby, uh, I still tend to recommend at least a month's break not necessarily for physiology, but for psychological reasons. Prof, the next question is from Prithi. She says, I'm under IVF treatment and just waiting for the frozen embryo transfer. I'm scared about missing cycles. Can you suggest anything? The important thing in a frozen embryo cycle, if you're doing it on a natural cycle where we're monitoring your ovulation, it is very rare that we miss ovulation and therefore it is very rare for you to need to miss a transfer cycle. It happens occasionally when women uh, have a slightly irregular cycle and we get caught out that you have ovulated before we expected you to, but that's very rare uh, if you're having uh, reasonably regular menstrual cycles. If you're not having regular cycles, then we'll be giving you medication to stimulate ovulation and again, with monitoring with bloods and scans, it is incredibly rare to miss an ovulation and therefore miss a transfer. Uh, I have a question from Matia. She says, I get smelly bleeding during periods. Will it affect IVF? No, it shouldn't do. That, 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 I'm not quite sure what, what's causing that. But I mean, it's sensible to find, try and find out why that is, because that is suggestive of a vaginal infection. Maybe a thrush, maybe something called bacterial vaginosis is the commonest one. Go to your GP and see what uh, they find on a, on a swab. But it shouldn't affect IVF. And don't forget that you can access all the previous episodes by going to our website www.theivfjourney.com and select IVF Journey Podcast from the navigation menu. Thank you for listening to The IVF Journey with Dr. Michael Chapman, the podcast which helps couples negotiate their way through the IVF journey all the way to parenthood. You can also ask questions by contacting Dr. Chapman's rooms on 1-800-111-483 or by emailing him michael.chapman at ivf.com.au.